This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 165, Chelsea's Coaching Story. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, my love. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today is one of my favorite things that we do in the show, which is have clients come on and tell you about their coaching journey, where they started, what the journey was like, and where they are now. All the good, bad, and ugly (laughs) of all the things. And today I have for you Chelsea Crawford. Chelsea and I met in March of 2021. Actually, it might have been late February 2021, but We got started coaching in March 2021, and it's been about a year since we've been coaching together. She did one-on-one coaching with me in my newly renamed Awaken Woman coaching process, and then she's been in my Living the Dream Mastermind since the fall, and um, it's been such an amazing journey. You're going to hear that Chelsea had many ups and downs. She got great results for the first three months, and then she started feeling not so great because of some life things that were happening to her and how she was able to get through that time and get on the other side and now be in this place where she has a new job, she's making more money, she has more time at home than ever before. She just got a new house, she got a new car, like she is on fire and she is feeling better than ever. You will hear that Chelsea is a scientific project director and she has her PhD. (laughs) I sometimes forget that, Chelsea, if you're listening. I forget you have your PhD. Um, So she's just such an impressive, beautiful soul. You're going to love hearing her story and hearing about some relationships from her past that have not gone well, including a partner who was living a double life and went and got married to another woman. So get ready. (laughs) There's a lot that Chelsea's been through, and she's been able to get through it and be a single mama of three kids and now she's in a new relationship that's feeling great and amazing for her and um, yeah all the things i don't want to tell you everything because there's so much so without further ado here is my episode with beautiful chelsea crawford all right miss chelsea it's podcast day 
You told yeah. me before I hit record, you're a little nervous. Everyone always is, but it's not a big deal. You're just telling about your story. Yeah. About the I'm past excited. year-ish that we've known each other. So it's been a little over a year. Yeah, a little over a year. Can you backtrack and tell us about Chelsea a year ago when you and I got on our consult call? Do you remember her? What was she like? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I was about four years outside of leaving a controlling marriage and two years from the most traumatic experience of my life. Uh, The person who told me that I was his soulmate and I felt the same way. And, um, and the father of my youngest daughter told me that he had to visit his grandparents in Jordan when our, uh, our daughter was two months old. And three weeks later, I was waiting at the airport for his return flight when I watched him enter the baggage claim area with his new wife. <laughs> so uh, he gave me the runaround for a couple of days, but ultimately he abandoned us and moved across the country. Um, and an important side note about that is that um, his family lives about 15 minutes from me and never knew that me or my daughter existed. So, um, yeah, and been prior to coaching with you, I had always been kind of an overachiever slash people pleaser. So those, those two years following the trauma were really in overdrive. Like I was just busting my ass at work and at home as a single mom of three. Um, I even got an awesome promotion, (laughs) but I was a zombie. And by the time I reached out for coaching, um, I was pretty nearly burned out. Yeah. And something to note here too, was we were like a year in COVID. Yeah. And as a single mom of three little ones, there was a lot on your plate with that too. There was a lot. And I I think at that time, my two oldest kids, I think their father was in rehab or he was, no, maybe he was out of rehab for a brief stint. (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of parenting going on. A lot. A lot. While you're healing from a marriage that ended, this trauma that happened, having little ones, COVID work. I mean, it was a lot. So mm-hmm. when I met you, I'm looking back through my consult notes to Chelsea. I remember it was just like so tired. I remember just feeling so much tiredness off of you. And you're like, mm-hmm. I'm just not motivated. I have no drive to do what I'm say I'm going to do. This is not who I want to be. This is not how I want to show up, but I can't get out of it. And I know yeah. you had done some other coaching briefly, like in a coaching program, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I had done about a year of just traditional therapy and then I was getting into, um, group coaching or uh, no, not group coaching, but I don't know how you kind of like a self-study kind of, right. uh, A membership. Yeah. It's tricky. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really exciting to me. Like it got my feet wet, but I needed one-on-one and, uh, yeah. Can I tell you about how I found you? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I know this story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so it was, it was kind of coincidental because I was super focused on self-help of reading everything self-help that I could get my hands on and doing the, uh, the life coaching self study that I was doing. And somehow I, I ended up buying like, I think it was an ultimate bundle package of 
women's. Oh yeah. 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 And you had your life lovers course in there. And I, you know, I, I looked at it and I was like, this is really cool. And I love that it's neuroscience. And, and I kind of put it away for a little while though, because with it being self-paced, it was less motivating for me to do. Uh, and I was like, well, let me check out what this podcast is all about. And so I, I listened to your podcast and I think it was the episode where you're talking about your 10 best, uh, yeah, best decisions and worst, and worst decisions. decisions. Yeah. Yes. But you went into talking about your partner having a double life and all of that. And just the, the honesty and re- like just how real you were. I was like, this is it. This is it. I need to work with her. I have to work with her. Like she gets it. She's not going to think that any story that I say is too crazy. Like she's been there. So that was, that was the thing that sold me. Wow. That's so cool that you found me through that bundle, Chelsea. I know. <laughs> How funny. I had no idea. Yeah. It's so funny because I remember on our consult and you were telling me your story and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like my story. And you're like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so funny too, because now Chelsea's writing a novel and I've read some of it. And when I read your stories, I've told you, it's like, it brings me back and it flashes back to my own and you wouldn't think they were real unless you live them. Absolutely. Yeah. And you'd also think like, what's wrong with this person for to, to believe those things. But again, when you're in it, you get so manipulated that you're like frozen. (laughs) Even the smartest, most driven women as we both are, it can happen too. So Mm -hmm. somebody told me before, and it's always stuck with me that when you're wearing rose colored glasses, red flags just look like flags. (laughs) And that's what it was. I love that. (laughs) So true. Like, Oh, another flag. Oh, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but I'm in love. It's great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, we get on the consult. Again, the notes I had written down that you said you wanted for your best investment were to get back your motivation, drive to do what you say you're going to do. You want to feel comfortable and confident in your decisions and not worrying what others think. And you want to feel proud of who you are and feel like your life's on track. And I remember saying, oh yes, like let's work together. Let's do this. I loved your energy, even though I can feel you're really tired. I was like, and I wrote on the here, I wrote on here, I was like, we got to get her spark back. And then I said, she needs to heal from her past so her present or future can bloom. She needs to face her feelings versus numb. And she needs help implementing. Yes, because I I was running on numb. That's all that I was, that's how I was functioning was just running on numb and not processing my feelings because they were too scary. And I, I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have time for it. Yeah. And given the timeline too, it's like, it was still pretty fresh stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we get into coaching and here's how I remember it, Chelsea. The first 90 days flowed really well. Like you leaned into your feelings. We got some great transformations. You went on this release. We talk about from time to time on the podcast. Yes. go away for two ways. And didn't you go like go to the mountains or something? Yes. I was going to say, I, le- I want to say something about the release because <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite parts of coaching. I just loved it. It was magical. I went into the woods. Uh, it was in May and somehow it coincided with the timing of the 17 year locust being blooming or whatever, whatever you call it when they crawl out of the ground. So I got to this cabin and there's millions of locusts 
everywhere, <laughs> which really freaked me out. But then later I learned that they represent rebirth. And so it was just really perfect that they were there during that time. Yeah. I love it when people go away in the woods. <laughs> I joke with Rachel sometimes. I'm like, maybe we should do a group release experience. But we'd have to be in the woods so no one could hear us. And she's like, that's Absolutely. Like a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's so true. It's like, okay, so just to give everyone kind of a gist that doesn't know about a release, it's basically this two-day thing where you go, you write out your feelings, you release some emotions, and then it is like a rebirth of like, okay, mm -hmm. those things are out of me now, and I'm ready to move forward. And it's back to neuroscience. It just, it works. The process works. It does. It's transformational. It, does. it seems almost unbelievable that it works as well as it does. And it worked really well for you, Chelsea. Like you came back and you were refreshed, you were recharged, you were ready to, for more. Yeah, I'd say it took about a week and, and you prep, you prepare us for that, that, you know, it's, it's not gonna be instant, but then all of a sudden it's gonna feel like pop. Like it's just, you're free of it. And yeah. that's, yeah, it took about a week and then I started feeling it lift. Yeah. And an interesting thing to note too, around this time of your release, you had a big personal thing come up for you that exact week while we were working on boundaries yes. and letting go of the past. And so it was just this really crazy timing of everything for you. Yes. The week prior to going on the release, my youngest daughter's grandfather, who had not known of her existence, came into town and, um, and was told that he had a granddaughter and she, it was the weekend of her birthday as well for her third birthday. So, and he wanted to meet me and asked <laughs> if he could make it right by offering a solution, which was me and his son getting retroactively married for like to go back like two years prior and us or three years prior, I guess. And saying that we were married back then, the craziest concept I've ever heard. And his other solution to it was, oh, he could just take her to California and raise her himself, which I was like, no and no, I'm doing just fine. Yeah. So I'm glad you tell this story, Chelsea, because <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to share it first off. So thank you for that. And secondly, is like, that was some big, heavy shit. Like anybody out there listening, imagine you've been raising this baby and then left to raise her alone. And this family member comes in and is like, oh, and it's, and it's in this culture that's very patriarchal. And it's like, mm -hmm. basically, you're going to do what I say you're going to do. And it was really scary stuff that you're walking it was, into. It was very scary. I mean, to top that off, the other the friends that I have there from that culture were like, you need to put, uh, take your kids somewhere where no one knows because there's a very real threat of like you going to meet with him and somebody else going and kidnapping your daughter. And uh, it was terrifying. So, I mean, I was yeah. just absolutely shook. Yeah. So it was some big, big shit. Yeah. <laughs> I went I on the week before the release. <laughs> I was like, Lindsay, we don't have a coaching session right now, but we need to have one. I know. I remember, emergency a, session. I remember a Saturday morning where I was like, I need to have a client call <laughs> going in my like home <laughs> office and be like, okay, how are you? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you showed up Chelsea and you held your boundaries and you spoke, even though you, your voice was shaking. I remember you saying, and you yeah. owned it. And before I that, did. it was really hard for you to do that. 
before that, I may have been retroactively married. (laughs) (laughs) You would have just gone along with it? I mean, it's still, it wouldn't have felt right. But I, I was so wrapped up in people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't have the confidence that I had even at that point, like even coaching to that wasn't even 90 days. But one of our first goals was to um, build up my confidence and mm-hmm. and it, both there and at work and all over the place. I was showing up like I never had before. Yeah. And I want to just say this about you, Chelsea, is you were doing really well professionally. Like at this point, you were a director, right? Mm-hmm. At a university. And you would look at Chelsea too and just the way Chelsea presents herself and be like, man, that girl's got it all together. Like she's rocking it. And then maybe you dig a little deeper in her story and be like, man, she had some like bad luck. But then if you dug deeper, you would see what she was telling me is like, I don't feel confident. It's hard for me to, to stand up for myself. It's hard for me to do all these things. And, you know, these are all the women I meet all the time is that we have our forward facing self yes. and everything looks somewhat decent. And then we dig deeper and it's like, here's how I really feel. And so yeah. I just say that because you are what a lot of women feel like. And, and I think that's why it's so exhausting at the end of the day. You're, you know, without the inside being right, to really for that confidence and motivation to really be coming from deep within if it's coming from the outside just to put on a pretty picture it's fucking exhausting yeah yeah and it's amazing too what you can accomplish even when you feel like shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's why i was like man if she can accomplish this with all this shit going on imagine what's going to happen when she heals And so then what happens after Chelsea's release, we're like, great, she's feeling great. We're ready for these next 90 days where it's really fun and we're learning all about our authentic self and it's going to be so awesome. And then what happens, Chelsea? How would you explain it? (laughs) (laughs) And then my first or my my ex-husband, who again is the father of my older two children, he had a drug relapse and went into rehab just to make long story short, went into rehab like three or four times within a six month span. And uh, so it was complete uncertainty. Me again, doing everything on my own and feeling like I was going to lose my mind if I had to do it for one more day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just hard shit. Hard shit where she was basically parenting 24 seven. And she had just come out of this phase of like, okay, we've healed this stuff. And now hopefully we're going to have even more self-care time and space to explore. And she had no space and time None. None. and energy to explore. And I do want to bring up this, Chelsea. So after the release, there was a, at some point where you were like, okay, I don't want to take an antidepressant anymore. Mm-hmm. You remember that? It was around that time, right? Yes. It was, it was shortly after the release. And that was a decision you had made and you said, okay, I want to get off this because mm-hmm. why you had gotten on it was because of that traumatic situation that happened two years ago. Right. Right. And so you're like, okay, I'm feeling good. And at first you did feel really good off of it. I did. I felt amazing. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, great. This is working. We're moving forward. And then as we experienced the next few months, it was like, okay, what's going on here? Is it because you're parenting all the time? You know, we didn't know. Right. So we're just kind of right going through the process, figuring things out, kind of looking at circumstances is like, okay, we're getting through hard circumstances here. 
And then it ended up being that you joined my living the dream mastermind around this time too. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't know, Chelsea, I just feel like it's right for you to join this right now. I was really feeling like you need a community and just even additional support. And so you did. And then the first few months of that too, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, okay, like things are kind of progressing and I'm feeling a little bit better, but it just wasn't clicking. It wasn't. And I, I really feel like it was kind of a perfect storm of, of me having all of the parenting responsibilities being off of the antidepressants and then us moving into winter, like Mm. the true winter yeah, (laughs) and being hit with the seasonal effective part of it. And I have never experienced burnout that deep in my life. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? What is happening? Um, but there was also a lot of transitions going on at my, at my work as well. My, my boss had retired and um, just things were shifting. Yeah. But yeah. And so you were prepping your house to move and like nothing was moving with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so there was just a lot of uncertainty, a lot of things shifting, as you said. And then it was about, I would say like December-ish is how I remember it, Chelsea. is like you, Mm -hmm. you went in and you did some intensive sessions with Casey, who was supporting Living the Dream. And really felt some deep ass feelings with her. Deep. Got some some shit out of your body, which was awesome. Animal noises. Yeah. (laughs) And you in that process were like, I'm going to get back on this antidepressant and I want to see how I feel. And it was around this time that, and then too, your ex was actually available. Yes. So it was like all these things came together. And then it seems like in January of this year, you just were like, I'm back and I'm better than ever. Absolutely. Yes. Like everything just came together. The missing piece was me, I guess, getting back on the antidepressants. And, and I had to make peace with that because I wanted to not be on anything. But once I got back on, like you said, I was functioning better. It was like that I had the tools, but I didn't have the main equipment just right. And so whenever they all came together, then it was like, bam. Yeah. I can, I can live, I can not just live, but I can thrive. Totally. And I think your story is such a great one, Chelsea. And that's why I wanted to bring you on was because it wasn't linear. No. And I think sometimes too, you know, the messaging is like, oh, you know what? The goal is to get off medication. Like that's a bad thing. And that's a thing when we haven't processed things yet. And what I've learned in the past few months, and I think it's solidified for you too, is that it's okay. Like some brains mm-hmm. need that. Yes. And that's what your brain needs right now. And yes. that's okay. Absolutely okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then it was like Chelsea was like back and better than ever in January. <laughs> and now we're then I just started this ma- <laughs> in early April. <laughs> So can you just yes. give us a nutshell of what has happened in the past three-ish months? Because it's been a lot. It has. I just started manifesting the shit out of things. <laughs> Finding my dream house. Like I had been looking, I guess, for the past nine months to find a house. And in this market, it is insane and nearly impossible. Um, I put a couple of offers on some other houses that didn't work out. Luckily, they didn't work out because I ended up finding this the house that I have now that is just perfect 
for our family. And I love it. Then I decided that as much as I loved my job, that they could be better. There's more that I just wanted to spread my wings in a different way. And I wanted a job where I could work from home. And so I set out to find something and like immediately started getting interview after interview and then landed on the job that I ended up accepting, which I haven't started yet. I started like in two weeks and it, it feels like the most perfect fit. Mm-hmm. There's some travel, but I'm mostly at home and I'm using the, my top nine strengths in strengths finder are, um, are all researching strategic thinking, strategic thinking. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't think of that. <laughs> They're all around strategic thinking and that's exactly what I'll be doing in this new job. So it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You brought back in that puzzle of you that we learned yeah. about, which was so hard yes. at the time because you were in the headspace for it, but you kept reviewing it and we kept looking at it. And now you're in perfect alignment and the people you're working for, they're like empowered women. Yes. Empowered women, futurist thinkers. Love it. Yeah. And you were able to negotiate the salary you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so it's just like everything just lined up, boom, and you've been on fire. And not only that, I mean, externally things have been that way, but internally for you, it's just like the confidence is there. You're standing up for yourself, just showing up for yourself. Can you talk about the scheduling thing and like that journey oh, yes. in a nutshell? Yeah. Yes. So that I have always hated planning, but I've, I've known that it's a really essential part to, to my functioning in a, in a healthy way, in a thriving manner. But the thought of sitting down and actually planning out my week, gosh, I've tried so many different systems. And um, finally, I don't know, I found one that just clicked. I shift, I was able to shift it in the actual planning phase of it into something that I attached to pleasure and reward. And so now when I sit down to plan out my week, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it in this fun space, in this fun like space and time that works well for me. And ever since then, it's just been flow. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your doing for sure of you finding that perfect mix. Cause we tried so many things. We did. <laughs> we tried so many lists trying this, try that. Um, and you had a system that we had both used before. And, but here's where I'm so proud of you in that Chelsea. Cause for a long time it was like, Chelsea, you're not having any pleasure. You're not taking any self care. And mm-hmm. we're so structured, especially in that corporate world and in the education system, like where you're at mm-hmm. currently it was like, do, 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 focus, 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 discipline, discipline, discipline. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Chelsea, this is not working for you, girl. It's not <laughs> working for a, a lot of us. Right. And we especially felt that during the COVID era of like, we've got a shift here. Yes. Yeah. And so you've done that beautifully. And now you put things on your calendar and you get it done and you're on top of everything. For yes. a while it was like emails weren't getting answered and <laughs> chores weren't getting done. Oh, and let's tell the story too of you just being able to delegate to your kids and other people. Oh, yeah. So delegating was just not in my vocabulary. <laughs> like I know that these kids are capable of doing something, but it's just so much easier for me to do it. But yeah, now let me just give the example of 
the other night. So we've been in the process of moving and I came home and was just dead tired. And my 10 year old daughter said, you go get in the bath. I'm going to make dinner. And she did it just beautifully made up. I, I got out of the bath and she had the table set with all of our food and it was really nice. So there's that. And I mean, in this morning, um, she comes downstairs perfectly dressed and said, I've already gotten my bed made and all of my things ready. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm ready to go. Yes. And that felt so hard for a while too. And Chelsea being an Enneagram too, it was hard for you to not put others needs before your own and ask for what you needed. Yes. So this has been a journey and this is where you're at now. But you know, and it's, I've become more comfortable asking my kids to do things, to tell my partner about my needs. And I mean, and telling people at work, my bosses, what my needs are. That was always just super scary for me. Yeah. Which is true for many Enneagram twos. And now you're just like, here it is. Here we go. I got it. I even let people help me move. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Who are you? I know. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So looking back, you know, it's like the thing that stands out me the most is like, she wants to get her spark back. Do you feel like you got your spark back, Chelsea? I have my spark back plus like a few extra candles in there. (laughs) (laughs) Your spark times 10. Like, I feel like, like, so I'm, I'm, I feel I have the motivation, but I feel like I know myself so much better and I can speak for what I want. And I guess like make the manifest the things that I want to make them happen, like internally, externally. Uh, I mean, I had been in all these controlling relationships too, where I didn't even feel comfortable setting my house up the way I wanted to. And that's all gone by the wayside. It's like, I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to live my life how I want to. And if, if somebody has a problem with it, then that's their problem. Totally. Well, and that's the power too of awareness. Once you really know who you are and what matters most to you, you can manifest like this because you have clarity. Mm-hmm. You're like, yes. this is what I need. Like one thing I remember during our process, Chelsea was adventure for you mm-hmm. and incorporating that. And I don't remember you knowing that before. I didn't. It yeah. Was, it was during the puzzle of me that I was like, wow, adventure is a really big part of where I get joy from. Yeah. Yeah. And my new house has trails all around it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just those little things that make a huge, huge difference for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And to Chelsea, yeah. I want to just commend you publicly. I know I do it a lot privately, but you showed up even when it was really hard. And even when the process was like, okay, now we're in the upswing and you are not in the upswing. And it would have been so easy for you to quit and for to say, this didn't work for me and to give up and all the things and be mad about it. And you didn't, you like just stuck (laughs) with it. And then you were able to just kind of grind through (laughs) to the other side. And then now it's like this utopia for you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, if I would have quit while I was feeling like shit though, I would have been stuck feeling like shit. Yeah. 
And but some people don't that, see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that was not where I wanted to end up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was beautiful too, because you had that brief moment post-release of mm -hmm. where you're living now. And yes. you're like, I experienced it and I know I can get it back. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I knew what it felt like. I had a taste of it and there was no way I was going to give up on feeling that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So did you get what you came for, Chelsea? I got what I came for and more. Yeah. What was and your more? More has been, to be really honest, it's been living the dream. Mm. Yeah. Like having the community, having both you and Casey, just the whole package. I mean, I, I have this extra new network of amazing women that I wouldn't have had before. And it's just made my life that much more fulfilled. Yeah. Our community is really cool. It's like we've it, got this community of all these awakened women that we can say all the like really positive things to and not be in fear of what they're going to like think about us that mm -hmm. we're braggy or whatever. Yeah. And we can come and say all the really hard shit too. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm, I've had, I have a, a little subsection of, of the women who are proofreading my book as I write it. <laughs> and that was super scary for me to, to put myself out there like that. But the support that I've gotten back from it has been huge. Yeah. Like I, and I can't wait till this book comes out y'all because I've just read parts <laughs> of it. It is so good. And I'm not just saying that to like fluff Chelsea up. It is so good. So when your book gets published, you're coming back on the show and we're going to talk about it and we're going to promote it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I want, I want people to read it. I want people to, to know what my story is. And it's interesting, y'all. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> I don't and know so how helpful. to live adult life. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Well, thank you, Chelsea, for coming on the show and for saying all the things and just being you. And we're not thank done yet. We're so still much. coaching. This is just a moment in time. Yes. Thank you so much for having me and for everything that you have brought into my life. It has been so empowering. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero, and you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share this show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.